Hello, everybody, and welcome back to We Like Having Fun in Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. It's been a long time since I've said those words, and uh, we've been busy. Joe's been on vacation. Tucci had a baby. Ramona Tucci, we're announcing it. He might pop on to say hello, but he's been on paternity leave. Um, I've been traveling and working, and it's just been a busy summer. It's that time of year, you know, so we just realized we're four episodes behind, um, and it's okay. We don't care. Uh, so we're just going to jam through. Um, Joe, how you doing? I'm good, Mike. Uh, I was on vacation about, you know, maybe three or four weeks ago, and I'm back, and back to the grind. Literally, and uh, my days are long and hot right now, but I'm getting through it, and I had a good distraction listening to Office Hours these past few weeks, and taking it in, and then forgetting about it, and then going on to the next one, forgetting about it, but they've been good. I've been enjoying them as they were unfolding, and we can talk about them. It'll be yeah, good. I think the, the first episode we can briefly go over, John Daly... And uh, Kay Loggins, a.k.a. Time Warp, um, that was in that back on June 17th of 209. Um, John Daly, he's funny. I, I can't remember if he's been in the seat in the show before, but he's, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a funny guy. He holds it down pretty well. And um, I thought I, I liked his energy. Um, fit in real nice. I thought Kay... I really liked her music, and I actually, her music popped up on my Spotify Discover Weekly like last week, and I was listening to it blindly. I didn't know that it was her, and I was like, oh, I really like this song. And then I looked, and it was it was Time Warp, so I'm into it. She's good. So uh, I thought it was cool that, you know, she kind of said that she went from Zoomer to Guest, like the first one to do that, uh, who, uh, you know, was like a fan that then worked her way in and she joined for the second half of the app um i can't remember politically what was going on a lot has been going on since uh since then i think this was just before tim's record release um did we have a, a city of the day sponsor for that episode do you know joe i think it was daddy's double foiled chicken mash Daddy's double foiled chicken mash. Daddy's F of the day. Honor your father with an extra large helping of daddy's double boiled chicken mash. So, okay, so it's another it's another daddy situation. I don't recall. We were right near uh, Father's Day, I think, and that would be why we have a daddy issue. Mm -hmm. We got daddy issues. uh, Anything from that app stand out to you? Um, I like John Daly. I I think he's pretty funny. He, he's on. He's been on so many podcasts and you know little comedy things. I've seen him starring in like small parts of things, and he's a funny guy. And he 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 brought like his saxophone, and he was like playing that. And I did not know he played music and made comedy albums, but that was something he was doing throughout the show and it, it added like an extra little excitement to his 
you know what would have been sort of like i'm not sure what he what else stands out about him other than he he's just funny in a moment but it, it did add some sort of fun to the show as far as i can remember you and know then, what joe he did the city of the day that day remember he did the daily john oh yeah you're right I, maybe this daddy's chicken mash was something other show maybe that was for the next the, episode maybe the high school reunion it's possible but it does i'm i'm using a my my form of notes is instagram story like the instagram sh- and mm-hmm. the, the date of that is june 19th and so huh. i was just putting it together but maybe that's just you know my, i'm off it could be the daily john but it what do you remember it, the, the the daily john john like he did the city of the day and like kind of had his own read and i think he said it yeah, was I, his, his he brought that yeah, I, I almost don't believe it because it's exactly what, you know, Doug and and everyone would just come up with because they know he's coming. And but, you know, yeah. if if it was his, then he's completely a fan of the show also because that was yeah. like perfect. He definitely could have been playing it off like, oh, yeah, this is just one of my bits that I thought I'd save because um, he was he was reading. It seemed like and. uh but yeah, it was a that was a very like calm city of the day. It was just like this is your daily John. It's you know it's just like a regular toilet. You know, I, I can't remember it, the specifics, but yeah, I I would also say that I liked um, Kenny. Is it Kenny Loggins? Is that what her name is? Or K Loggins? Some, K Loggins. Okay, I, I she's, she's been a zoomer yeah. many times. She entered the video contest and was not happy about losing that, but. She's a good sport, and she is talented as a musician too. And I like the music, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope it, you know, things keep going in a good, positive way for her. And she'll probably be on plenty more shows to update us. I'm sure of that. They like her, and she's already made a trip out there to yeah. be on there. So, yeah, it was a yeah. solid app. I I was in I was like in Milan working, and I went for a run, and I listened to it. I didn't even watch it. Um, and, uh, I enjoyed it. It was nice. Um, then we had the next episode, which would have been, I'm all fucked up here. High school reunion. Would have been the high school reunion. Okay. So the album was coming out on that Friday. So on Thursday they did a big Mac DeMarco, Kurt Vile. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Drew Erickson and Eric Johnson. And um, first of all, I mean, have you listened to the album? Yes, I listened to it the day it came out. I listened to it two or three times just to, you know, at first I wanted to get a feel of it, and then second listen, like really like have something to say about it, and third listen was just because I wanted to listen to it. I liked it. So you liked and, it. Uh, yeah, I bought it on Bandcamp even. So great. There, there you go. I there mean, um, I my rating three and a half stars out of five. Is that you know maybe that's a not a great review to some, but I think it's a pretty solid review. I would go higher personally. I mean, if we're going out of five, I'd probably go easy four point two maybe. Um, I wasn't expecting maybe much out of this one. I think the singles that came out, I was kind of like, yeah, they're they're good, but they're not blowing me away. And it seems like almost every other song um, on the record that wasn't released as a single kind of affected me a little more. I really like the lyrics. I really like 
the message and the genuineness of some of the stuff. I almost, you know, yeah, I got too. a little emotional listening to some of the stuff. It was like really hitting home for me um, for whatever reason. And I was laughing out loud um, during the, uh, I think it's Stupid Kid, where he's talking about the Harvest Moon, hearing it on Saturday Night Live and then getting the studio album. And he's just like singing through that that whole experience. And it was a really just nice, honest, uh, song. And, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the lyrical content from the record, I thought really hit home, um, for me. Yeah. And, um, I tweeted Is that your favorite song. Is I don't know. Cake? I don't know. I mean, that, that was just the one that's coming to mind. Cause it just, it stuck out to me. I really love that song, that Neil Young song as well. So it's just, it just Super like girl. was a nice little story. And, um, I tweeted at Tim and said some nice things about the record and he used that tweet in his, in a post of his, which was nice. He like posted the reviews are in and like put tweets from different people on like a post and he put mine in there. So it was nice. I, I felt good that he, cause he didn't like it or retweeted or quote tweeted or anything. You know, he, he, he didn't respond to the tweet and I was like, Oh, I thought Tim would have uh, appreciated this tweet that I sent. But he screen grabbed it and used it in a post, so um, that was cool. That um, that is cool. Um, yeah, I was, like all the songs. I like all the lyrics on the songs mm-hmm, too. Yeah. I, I felt a similar, uh, you know, reminiscing about it. And my, I was like drawn to the song, like what they do with their time, our time. That's mm-hmm. what we did with our time. I really liked how that song ends as just like. He's like mowing the lawn. He's weed whacking. Yeah, and yeah. There's some something else, and I was just like, yeah, that was exactly my experience. Is just like shoveling working my the driveway, off. Uh, yeah, yeah. shoveling the driveway, mowing the lawn, and weed whacking is just like I'm a kid, and that's all I get to do. And yeah, what funny. did we do I, with our time yet? No, that was a really good one. Thinking about like what the hell, like because you can't remember anything, and you know you didn't have much to do. Like what did? How did the days go by? Because now that you're an adult and the hours fly by and time flies by. It yeah, all that stuff, you know, it just shows that he's, you know, he's a deep thinking guy. It's not like super deep, but it's like, you know, I like that Fear of Death had a theme and this album had a theme, and it wasn't just like 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 the the couple songs that came out were very like high school. They were like very much like took place in high school. Punch in the gut, Sirens of Titan. These were these like so I was like a little bit like oh, are they all gonna be like that with like references with you know listening to rage against the machine you know but those were songs the all the other songs i felt were like a little more philosophical and uh just just really cool just really interesting there, personal yeah, there's stories growth, definitely uh, definitely growth from this album to the other ones uh the reason why I, I would only give it three and a half instead of like a perfect score is i feel like he's got room to grow even more and like you, when you surround yourself with like all that talent you're just gonna get more ch- like better chops and like i was thinking about these other albums of people who've been doing it like a while like Kurt vile and father john misty and i'm thinking like these albums are like fives you know these albums are like good like really good but they're like pros who've been just plugging away at at their music for their whole life they making these albums really strong and you know i feel like Tim is on his way because he's just around all these good people and this album's really good, but 
I felt like it was short. I wanted more, and that might just be where he's at. And um, yeah, he banged out like a thirty-nine or forty-minute album. And it's, it really isn't that short. It just feels short because the songs are good and they go by fast. But like, I feel like there's there's room to get better and a even stronger, fuller album could be coming at some yeah. point. You know, potentially. Um, yeah. Either way, very positive reviews. It, it it did get reviewed by Pitchfork finally. I thought that was funny. Um, it got what did it get? I got like a seven point six or something, or seven point five, like a decent that, one. That's a good decent. review. Se- yeah, a, a yeah, seven is like considered almost like good new music. You know, like yeah, it, yeah. it might not crack that the best new music. It didn't crack. I feel like you have to be, be an like eight above an eight. Yeah, yeah. You have to be an eight. Um, but so this episode was kind of dedicated to the album because we had all the guys that worked on the album. And it was a lot of talking about the album and talking about music, and I'm game for that. I'm up for that. I like hearing mm-hmm. these guys talk and, and joke around about stuff. Mac DeMarco and Kurt Vile are funny guys. They fit right in. It's very cool that Tim is friends with those guys. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah, it's yeah. fun that those guys love Tim. Like it just makes, again, it makes yeah. us all feel better about being such fans of Tim because guys that we idolize in the music world are like, you know, right there fanboying for Tim. You can see they're like kind of nervously giggling and, you know, sitting there, you know, just kind of rolling with the punches with Tim. And... Yeah. The, there was a picture uh, that I saw on uh, social media of, it was from like maybe after an LA show where Tim had his first show. And it was like Tim, Vic, Father John Misty, Wise Blood, and Mac DeMarco all just standing there together. I'm thinking yeah. like I had to show that to my wife because that's all the bands that we have just seen. Like, are, like those are all our favorite bands that we've seen in concert a few times. And it's mm-hmm. just like, literally we, the only one we haven't seen is Tim. So maybe we got to change that. Did you see wise blood? Yeah. We saw wise blood in Toronto. Awesome. Um, yeah. Seen Mac, Mac DeMarco at least three times. I've seen Father John Misty at least four or five times. So yeah, we're super fans of all, and Kurt Vile. You could add to the equation because I've seen him like meet four or five times. So yeah, um, I'm not as on the fruit. I don't know the Fruit Bats so well. Like I w- remember the Fruit Bats, but I don't remember the music. And um, I threw an album on. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. They're good. Um, and the other guy, you know, he's mentioned playing on some other albums and playing with cool people. So yeah, uh, he he sounded pretty cool too, and he had lots of interesting tidbits about recording and you know being on if you want to say more about that like i i can't really remember all the details of the episode but it was mostly a fun time to to hear them hear mac demarco say how yeah his he's into the grateful dead and he sort of has those that guitar playing style that sounds like the dead a little bit and had to listen man point that out like listen to that goddamn tim album and i'm like are you fucking kidding me tim all this shit that you talk and he's jamming at the end of songs. He's got like full on jams. You know what I mean? Like That's, ripping yeah. jams that are like the, where the song fades out. And I'm like, okay, so in the studio, you guys were just jamming at the end of this song and had to like fade it out. So come on, man. Full on jam. I feel like that's, that, that's a, a Mac thing where like I, I hear the Grateful Dead like guitar sound that he's providing in all these songs. And I like it. I think it's fun. But it's sure. at least they know 
that nobody wants to hear an album of jams. Like, just nobody does. So it they tightened it all up, and it was pretty good. So I wonder if live they'll jam a little bit. I have I have to imagine they are jam, like just rocking the end of some if of they these can tracks. Re- recreate that sound of the album. I, they'd almost have to, right? I actually but, imagine uh, they must be. And uh, um, I want to know what a thing that has nothing to do with Office Hours because you're just talking about Father John Misty. The uh, like the night before that picture got taken in L.A. Um, and like that Saturday, um, it's Father John Misty sat in with the band Goose, uh, which is like a jam band that I really love in Radio City Music Hall. Uh-huh. And our cousin Mike Neutrino was there taking photos of the band and met Wasn't Father Trey John at Misty. that one too. Or? And also Trey was there. I heard so about Trey that. jammed with Father John Misty and Goose at Radio City Music Hall, and Nooch was like on stage taking pictures the whole time, like shitting his pants. So pretty cool. He told me a really cool story about all that. But there's like a you know there's like a close connection to the jam band world. Like I, I almost want to I really want to know what Tim would think of the band Goose because Father John Misty's a huge Goose fan, and like went and wanted to play with them, and they like played. One He's his own guy. I, I met yeah. Father John Missy at a show, and he's a really nice guy. And yeah, uh, yeah. I I think uh, it's a high compliment for sure to have him yeah. on your stage. So and I'll, it was there was I, a I rumor that he took. I'll, acid. I'll give you that. There was a rumor that he was on acid the whole time. There I believe like, it. He sort of seemed like, like a space case at a few shows I saw him at. Yeah, if possible. There was a tweet going around that he somebody had asked him about him like the next day, and he was like, I don't know, it was on acid and. I saw him in Rochester, and he had a bottle of whiskey on the stage that he chugged in between songs. Mm -hmm. Classic. Um, Do we remember a city of the day for this episode? We're all fucked up now. Um, Yeah, I I can look that up, I think. Uh, It'll probably be something. Maybe it's the the other thing that I was getting wrong. Could have been. chicken, Chicken mash one, is that the one? (laughs) <laughs> Daddy's chicken mash. I don't remember. I don't know. It, it seems like it might have been early for that, but um, uh, let me scan through and see if there's anything else that I can I find. It looks like Daddy's chicken mash. I think Daddy Daddy done Daddy's chicken mash was a is an old one. They just put that up because it was Father's Day. Okay. Well, Vic's father came on this episode also. And okay, it was the Shepherd Fairy. Uh, the Shepherd Fairy. I see it now. Mm-hmm. That is actually pretty funny and weird, but a stretch for sure. It's and like we a had a, oh, I forgot. We had Vic's dad on singing the Allentown song. A little mm-hmm. painful, but it was funny. Um, is this was this the episode where the guy was playing was was playing piano that was in studio too? Am I crazy? Yeah, I think this is the episode. It was was that the guy from Fruit Bats or no? No, that that's was the other guy. That's the guy that who said guy. he played with Roger Waters. Right. Okay. Um, and they wanted to know if he signed autographs after the show. Yeah, they wanted him it's to all say pick, coming back to me. Pick Gilmore or Waters. It's kind of fun. Love when they talk Floyd. Love when they talk dead. So the Shepherd Fairy, uh, turn your spray cans into stickers. Uh, it's like a tooth fairy, but for graffiti cans. Very, very strange one here. <laughs> it's a strange. Um, 
and this is probably somebody that I don't know who they are. He's he does that obey Andre the Giant um, sticker graffiti. Is that his like, name Shepherd Fairy? Yeah. Okay. And um, he uh, got famous for doing like there was a movie called They that there was like a that was had I don't know if this is exactly the reference but I think it is like you know the movie They or they or they they live or it's the john carpenter movie and it's like the that movie has roddy uh roddy piper in it as a wrestler and so there if you know that movie you would know like what obey means it's sort of like a reference to this film and it it's a satirical movie so shepherd farley he like made uh andre the giant be his like sticker art guy and so that, that. there would be pictures of obey and it would be andre the giant and it was funny because andre the giant has a posse yeah andre the giant posse it was so I, it was all I that a sticker of that on my car i didn't know what it was when i was a boy yeah so it was going over your head but that's that was shepherd farley's graffiti and he got super famous and he still is probably roaming around doing things like i think he got uh, involved with lots of different things, but I, I don't know. I didn't keep up with his life or goals, but gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, but he's like a name drop of like, if you know, graffiti, mm-hmm. he's an easy one to reference and have people know who he that's is. That's gotta be a Doug. That's definitely a Doug. That's gotta be a Doug. Yeah. It, it, it sort of crosses into like skateboard yeah, culture yeah. and punk rock and stuff. So. I it's got I I feel like they've pretty much said all these are are Dugs now pretty much and if they're not yeah. they point it out. Um, yeah. So this was this was a good app. Um, just plowing through here. The next week, Tim got COVID. Breaking news: Tim got COVID finally. Um, you know all that talking about not getting it, and then he gets it. Thankfully, he got it just far enough out in advance. Um that he didn't fuck up his tour too much would have been a lot worse if he got it on tour it is running rampant right now um i think i've had it recent enough where maybe i'm still immune or something but a bunch of people that i just worked with at wimbledon got it it was people were dropping like flies my producer all, all sorts of people um and we, if we felt okay, we weren't testing because we were very worried that if, if our whole room tested, like we would have knocked out the whole goddamn compound. We probably all would have tested positive. Um, so, so Tim finally got COVID, uh, did the show from his, some isolated room in the house. And um, I did not get through this whole episode. I was too busy. I did not make it through this whole episode. But I did get through enough to see uh, um, who was so the Sandy Honing. Sandy Honing, yeah, she was. She was, she fun. was in studio guest. She was in uh, studio guest. Very silly. I uh, didn't know her from anything. No, I didn't know her from anything. But she was fine. Um, I think that this episode was just weird because of the COVID, and just it was one of these like throwaway episodes that you know didn't you know the second bombshell i never knew what it was i never heard what it was do you remember what it was um some jim baker thing there was a whole jim baker thing 
that was because there was a January 6th hearing that was maybe a day before this and they were trying to parody like just this groundbreaking testimony you know a little bit and there was like a Q&A with people asking questions to a guy who called in who was like a Jim Baker musician that like was on the Jim Baker show and he was like a musician and he gave testimony of how crazy it was to work there and gotcha uh you know just so that was the bombshell but it what the bombshell was not a bombshell it was just sort of like a guest you know and it just they they treated it like the way the hearings have been going down where they have a witness and they're formal formally talking and uh, they, uh, there was a hearing today that I can't even believe, but I can totally believe, but it's, it, that was pretty good too. Um, <clears throat> not good, but yeah, groundbreaking stuff. Uh, so yeah, maybe they'll do something on a, a recent or newer show and they'll talk more about that or include that somehow because these hearings are like a big deal. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to them they're it's kind of insane, but, um, yeah, so they they did that for a little while. There was a comedian that came on, and he he did like a stand up routine on the show, and I feel like he was trying to pull off the style of where I'm not funny. Yeah, to be funny, like that sort of humor. But I don't know. I I feel like they're giving people like this a platform, and I'm not sure if I I'm just like someone who doesn't get it, and I like that this anti-comedy scene like i guess neil hamburger is considered an anti-comedy person i think neil hamburger is really funny this guy he's not that he wasn't that funny but he was purposely trying not to be i think so i don't yeah. know I, it's, it's going over line. my head going over my head a bit but you know you know he, he seems like a nice guy I mean, maybe that's just it yeah um city of the day was the numblish it was the mm. new language of numbers. That it was like was actually awful. really funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. It was they stuck to it, and it was very strange. And uh, they just started talking in these long numbers, and uh, it's very yeah. dumb, very stupid. But I liked it. I liked it. I liked how they were rattling off numbers and trying to communicate like a passage of numbers. Yeah, it was really silly and. Uh, you know, this is, this is a good one. I don't know where it stands because there's so many to remember and think back to, but in the recent, my recent memory, this is like a, one of the better ones, maybe because it's so simply and so silly, but yeah, simple and dumb and rattle off some numbers. Um, so let's just jump into this last week's episode, John early in studio. Um, I can't remember who else, what else was going on. Well, um, that's was a it just question. It was just John. Early. <laughs> I just listened to it. Um, John Hurley's uh, great. Peace and, he, peace and love was you know yeah yeah gonna happen. All that uh, talk. Viagra uh, boy, the Viagra boys guy. Oh, account. Viagra boys guy. Yeah, he was funny. Um, that worked. Uh, I don't know 
what the Viagra Boys is, but uh, it's a band, I guess, and you know, I didn't go listen. He explained to them it, but I didn't listen to it. Yeah. It might be like it, it's something Tim was on and announcing that everybody's on this, and so uh, I'm not on it, but other people are, and they really like it. So probably have to check that out at some point. What do you think of John Early? I love John Early. Yeah, me too. He fits in great. His stupid laying on his back thing was funny, and it worked, and uh, he just, you know, there was a lot of joking around, a lot He's of He's like a per- perfect guest. Perfect, perfect guest. guest to be on, on this show. Uh, I br- thought he brought a lot, even though he didn't realize he was maybe doing it. He brought that energy that, if you see him in any of his shows, mm-hmm. he brought that. I mean, that's just the guy, and uh, he he seemed really in good spirits, and he he felt like he he was on the show previously, and he maybe was a little bit too, uh, you know, not very loose, and so in this episode, he loosened right up, got on the floor, liked it as loose as possible, and uh, yeah, I think this is I think early could go in the offy contender for best guest maybe. He just played it real smooth, real funny. You can tell Tim loves him, and they have a relationship from working on some stuff together, and he just he fits in great. I have not watched that special with Kate Berlant and him, but I really would like to. I think it's on yeah, Peacock Yeah, I don't have Peacock. Yeah, nobody has fucking Peacock. Peacock. You should so. watch um, um, Search Party if you haven't. I, I love have Search Party. I've watched a couple seasons. you got to get all the way through. It gets know, better as it goes. I know. I, I, it, within season two, I was not really liking it that much. Um, you gotta keep going, and honestly, if if you don't like the vibe of like how it is sort of silly, like it's a comedy, you know, just let it be known, it's a comedy, and it's it's extremely silly. So if the, if the vibe isn't hitting you right, I guess maybe you might not like it. But no, I think I would. It, it just it's it I gets just fell it off. gets a I lot just, better. I just it just fell off. I really liked season one, and it was one of these shows where I was like, "How are they going to keep this going? Like, where's the story going?" And um, some of the characters I didn't really like that much, and John Early, yeah, well, I really that, did like. Um, I think all the characters are horrible, horrible, bad people, but they're amazingly yeah. hilarious as it goes. You'll just have to see because, in the beginning, like it does feel like it is this one thing, and then as the seasons carry out, it's. It's, it's doing different stuff that I've heard be, people say it becomes like a genius, amazing, like, you know, the best thing ever. A lot of people really like it and I probably will go back and watch it. I just never, it was just one of those things that fell by the wayside in the middle of season two for me. Season uh, two might be a weaker season uh, in the category of seasons, like, mm-hmm. but it gets better it, and like by the end of it, you're just so happy with mm-hmm. how it ends and at least i i love the ending of it that came out this year mm-hmm. and uh we were me and my wife were watching it and loving it and like savoring it and you know sad to see it go mm-hmm. in a way but john early for sure he's like one of the funniest things on that show and you know i it it makes perfect sense that those two are like in love with each other tim and and john because they're just so silly. Like they're just yeah. such silly people, and but really smart and, and funny and, and get comedy and mm-hmm. so I hope they do work together somehow. Like they kind of said, 
that fans have been saying it. So, well, I think they did. A show. Like, they did a show together, or a movie together, or something, because that's how they met. I'm pretty sure they uh, said they an episode of Killing It, right? Maybe something like that. I don't know. I haven't watched that show either, but <clears throat> um, yeah. So the city of the day for this episode was some pickle thing. Uh, pimple, pimple pickles. pickles. Pimple pickles. Pickles with real flavored pimples. Uh, this is disgusting, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like if you look at the picture of this thing with the pimples on the pickles, like, I, like it's so disgusting, but it just looks so gross. And the idea of like popping a pimple in your mouth of like a juicy burst of, you know, <laughs> flavor stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, if you ever I, look at a pickle closely, it looks like it has pimples. And sure. They are sort of strange looking, um, usually. And um, as far as the ad read goes, it it kind of washed over me, and I, I didn't really think about it too long or too hard about why it was funny. But, you know. Well, um, this is clearly these... from the Poundcast. I mean, pimple and pickle, you know, Doug with the pickle drops and the pimples, you know, the pimple. Yeah, he's just doing a little, you know, throwaway, not like little tune to go with it, you know. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Played he started once. Yeah, he started doing the songs, um, which is a new addition to the, he's doing a jingle. If you answered yes to many of those questions, you must oh, purchase I, a pack of I wanted to play the song, but it doesn't just come right up. Yeah, it might be at the end, but yeah, I think that's a nice addition, Doug adding the jingle to the city of the day. That's going to add a whole new element to uh, to There's voting. Been in the last few, he's done yeah. been doing it. And he said he's going to continue to do it, so that's cool. That's fun. Um, we like it. And yeah, uh, They'll add to drop concerts in the future. We'll he hear them all in a row, like in one big you know, mm -hmm. ad cycle. Maybe he'll play him when he's on tour, play those ads in his show somehow. Got to find a way to use them more. They only get played one time, and then they're they're done. Yeah. Appreciate um, all the creativity. A lot of creativity. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that gets us up to date. I don't really have much else to say. I can't think of anything specific from any of these episodes. There's just so much to, to think about. Um, but now, Tim had lots of good energy in most of these episodes. Beside, even the episode where he had COVID, he, he had lots of, like, things to say and just good energy, just being excited generally about his album coming out and going on tour. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's... It's fun times for him. So he had the energy of the show was good. And, you know, in a lot of these where he was just kind of getting things going, same old Tim wants those Zooms, wants to hear from people. Uh, I have tickets but, uh, to see uh, Office Hours live at the Bell House in Brooklyn on August 25th. And I'm going to the Tim show that night. Um, I'm supposed Double to work dip. that day at the U.S. Open. I'll be in New York. I think I get in the 24th, and I think I'm just going to ditch work that whole day and, and go down. And It's kind of weird. They're doing the, the office hours at like 1 in the afternoon, and then there'll be like a big break, and then the, sh the show. So I'm excited uh, to see 
the Tim show and definitely excited to see an office hours taping live. That should be very fun. Um, and since it's in New York, I'm sure they'll have some fun guests and fun stuff planned. Bell yeah, house. Try to get on stage or do something no, funny. I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> maybe I'll say hello to the boys. I, you know, I'm sure I would maybe say hello to the boys, but, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, I don't think I'll be able to, you know, I don't get back to the States until August 20th or something, so I won't be able to go to any of the Tim shows. Are you, is Tim coming around anywhere near you that you can go to a show, or is he going to? I glanced at where he might be, and I'm not going to be around him when he's at places. I have a trip planned at the end of uh, August into September, and it doesn't really match up with anything he's doing mm-hmm. he'll be in other cities so that didn't work out and then i don't know i probably won't be in new york until like around thanksgiving time so mm-hmm. that probably won't happen so no there really isn't i mean he's not coming to buffalo he's i think he might be in toronto but that mm. isn't going to canada right now still really isn't happening for us so uh yeah uh i haven't thought about seeing like if he had you know in the past he came to buffalo a few different times i felt like maybe he'd throw throw us a bone and come to our city again but maybe it'll be next to her you know uh not this time though um great well i tucci never came on um but tucci had a baby and uh, it's a very cute little girl named Ramona, and uh, he sent us some pictures. So we were wishing him the best, his family the best, and we hope to uh, hear from him uh, soon and uh, get him. Uh, you know, he helps us out a lot. He takes good notes, and <laughs> we clearly uh, need it because we are way way uh i my mind is just elsewhere got a lot of shit going on um but uh i think you know in the next coming weeks um i'll be a little more settled in and i'll be able to get make a little more effort to listen closely and take some notes and and get back on the horn here um but great job from the guys a great month you know i don't think it was exceptional i remember last year when i was at wimbledon when we did an episode we were talking about how amazing stuff you know the summer was like really really top-notch stuff back then they had some big guests and there was some good episodes. i mean the high school episode was great uh the john early episode was great the COVID episode was what it was john daly pretty good you know so it's been solid it hasn't been like holy shit world but it's been very good very enjoyable um and uh, we love listening. And uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say. You got anything else to say, Joe? Uh, no, I don't have anything else to say. Um, yeah, that. I mean, I, I enjoy listening to the episodes when I have a chance. And nothing you know, controversial <laughs> is supposed to be good to listen to, right? You know, and that's what the, these have been. But yeah, you know, there's been nothing like standing out where man these were a slog or these were you know a boring listen like not really they've just been pretty good and, nothing really uh, controversial you know. to like bring up like discussion wise like no big opinions you know obviously mm-hmm. the world and in, in general is a very messed up uh place right now 
Yeah, Roe versus Wade. That happened when we've been since that our happened, last break. That happened the day that Tim's album came out, uh, which, you know, it's funny to hear him talk about how that messed up his <laughs> album announcement. Uh, but yeah, you know, I have never been uh, more pleased to have made the decision to uh, to try to live a life in a different country and just just move on. Um, I'm fortunate and happy that I've been able to uh, afford myself to do that. But right now I'm not looking back. Uh, you know, it's uh, I'm just, you know, moving along over here and, and sadly looking back at the States and not missing much of the mess that's going on there. But yeah, that's... Uh, you got any... Uh things that are happening over there for you in Italy? I, I saw maybe there was a story on your Instagram about a red carpet. What, what was that all about? I was uh, I was in a film festival a couple weeks ago or last week. Um, yeah, this, uh, this show that I've this documentary about Sicily that I made uh, called Mike Loves Sicily, which is basically just a fun sort of Anthony Bourdain style travel show that I shot last year and have been working on this year. Uh, it played at the tar like a, a preview, kind of like a kind of like an extended preview. It's like a 13 minute clip that kind of summarizes the whole all of the episodes. You know, it's kind of like a I don't know. We worked with the Sicilian Film Commission who um you know, they wanted to show this video at the festival so we went there and you know were treated very well we you know went up on stage and talked to the director of the festival and answered questions and then we went and did like a red carpet inner you know like photos and interviews it was you know pretty cool it was a it was a good experience to to go meet a bunch of people and we had a good reception you, you go to have your translator nearby I did have a translator. My friend Juicy, uh, she just showed up. Thankfully, she surprised me. Usually, my my partner Francesco can translate, but he's not as good of a translator. Uh, um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was good. I was going to do a couple lines in Italian that I kind of learned, and I got nervous. And when we they went to me on stage, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to use the translator." <laughs> like, I was like, "I'm not going to beef this uh, Italian thing." It was a, uh, you know. The lights were shining, and I was, you know, just I, I bailed. I was like, okay, I was. I, I had like three sentences I was gonna say in Italian, but with the gun to my head, I, I, I pussied out. So, yeah, that's uh, that was cool. We have some other screenings coming up, and here in Sicily, like, there's nothing really to promote to anybody in the states, but we're showing our film uh, July 30th in Marsala and an episode of the show, and yeah, a lot of a lot of things are going on over here. Um, you know. Almost is any of that stuff. content available to stream, like on YouTube or on any of the? Uh, not stuff yet. Like that, not yet. We're still trying to get distribution figured out for the travel show. Um, you know, but I will be re I will be putting out the thing that we played at the festival probably this week or this weekend or something. It's like a thirteen minute sort of uh, extended preview of the whole thing, and uh, that will be available on YouTube at the Mike Love Sicily YouTube channel. And I have an Instagram now, and it's just a lot of fun Mike loving Sicily stuff. That's kind of the new project going on, as well as this other short film that we shot, which is going to be 
also playing here in Sicily uh, at a different festival and just a lot of a lot of film festival stuff going on, which is very obnoxious, but you need to do it uh, to make the contacts and, you know, mingle with the industry folk. And it's very cool. It's, it's cool to go to these things, especially in Italy and Sicily and, you know, meet interesting people that have cool projects and, you know, it's just, it's fun. So things are happening, uh, keep me busy and, um, that's all good. So very good about it. You can always check out Joseph Allen art.com and Joseph Allen art on Instagram to check out his beautiful paintings like Tucci.com. He does graphic design. He's he designed my logo for my show. Mike loves Sicily. Designed my logo for my production company. He designed jam band workout stuff. So all the stuff that you see, if you like any of the things that I'm doing, it's all Mike Tucci. He does a great job. He does that as as well as many other projects. So check him out, MikeTucci.com. He'll give you a discount if you tell him that you found out from We Like Having Fun. Uh, but that's going to do it for us, guys. Sorry for the lack of detail. I know, you know, I wish I had more things to say about Doug's little lines here and there. I, I know I'm laughing. I know I'm laughing at the drops. I'm laughing a lot. I just don't have notes on when I laughed exactly. But all the boys been doing great. Vic's been doing great. Doug's been doing great. Tim, as always. Matt's been doing great. We love the boys. Uh, it's been very solid. No complaints, no negative energy from this side of uh, the world. So we'll see you next time. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. Later. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey. That was funny. Vic accidentally did Doug's uh, intro this week. I don't know if you noticed that. Doug said, hey, and I like, hey, here's Vic. And he goes, hey. I mean, hello, everybody. <laughs> I didn't know that.